This podcast is sponsored by CDO Group, the industry leader providing a full range of construction and project management services. CDO Group has managed thousands of projects in all 50 states. Their group of experts provide systems, processes, and procedures to make sure that your projects turn over on time and on budget every single time. With over 24 years of experience, CDO Group is the industry's leader in construction management and general contracting services. To find them, go to cdogroup.com. Hi, and welcome to the Future of Development podcast. My name's Anthony Montategi, and I'm here to inspire people to find amazing careers in the construction development world. If you like our podcast, please make sure you hit the subscribe button down below. If you really like our podcast, make sure you hit the little bell. Hey, everybody. My name is Anthony Montategi. Welcome to the Future Development Podcast. Today, we've got an amazing guest. We've got David Bursick and his group over at Trimble are doing some amazing stuff with robots and technology. They're changing the landscape of construction. Let's welcome David to the show. David, it's great having you on the show. I am, uh, you know, when we, we get to talk about your products, they're they're the kind of stuff that is changing the industry dramatically, right? Literally, when I first saw it, Eric Eric came running in, our producer came comes running into my office like he's a kid with a toy. He's like, look look at this new toy I've got. You're gonna love this, and uh, he is so right. As I get to discover your company and the work that you've done, it's great stuff. So uh, I'd like to just take a second and uh, just talk about your company and uh, how you got here. Sure. Uh, So I work with a company called Trimble. Um, We are a global company that does positioning technology for use in multiple industries. Uh, My my particular focus is around construction. We've been around uh, since 1978 and started out as a a company where uh, the founder was a Hewlett Packard engineer. He took uh, some patents for technology called GPS and turned that into a a global billion dollar company that's uh, now known as as Trimble, of course, um, and using that for different types of positioning within the construction industry. So my focus within Trimble is is around our construction robotics. So I'm the construction robotics lead at Trimble. I'm doing the integration of of our uh, hardware solutions that's used in construction uh, with the spot robotic platform. So we're integrating our 3D laser scanners, our robotic total stations, and our, our GNSS smart antennas. That's uh, GNSS is also using uh, GPS or satellites for positioning on the job site. Um, so we're taking all those technologies and, and we're integrating it in as part of the spot uh, robotic platform. Well, and that's what that really caught my eye at first, right? It was it's having attached to uh, the Boston Robotics uh, spot, uh, spot and, and having that become uh, your transportation device, right? And being able to really take that and make it autonomous uh, to be able to move around a mm-hmm. job site, move around uh, whatever type of job site that is, if it's an exterior job site or interior job site. Uh, the line that we had was, that's the look of the of the superintendent of the future, right? This, uh, you know, being able to take the job site to the architect, to the team, to the owner, so that standing on the job site uh, as one person uh, give you the power of one, but now being able to transmit that job site to all of the uh, all of the you know incorporated parties, change it dramatically, right? Instant communication with everybody simultaneously. Everybody sees what's going on the job, and it doesn't become such a, uh, a siloed experience. Right. Yeah. You know what, you know, what the last year and a half or so with everything dealing with the pandemic has shown is there was a greater need to get, you know, more access to job sites without being able to be physically there on the job site. And so what um, robotics is starting to do is it enables you to have that ability to be kind of a a remote visitor, if you will, uh, to where you can use an application 
come into um, the robot that's on site and use it to do those kind of inspection workflows where you can go out, drive around the site, do an inspection without having to be physically there. But then also you could use that robot as a way of just documenting change over time on the job site as well. So you get consistent data capture over time that, you know, and that information can start to be used to uh, provide more predictive um, schedule adjustments, things of, you know, seeing how the project's actually progressing. I'm also using it to, you know, start to identify safety issues um, and be able to just ensure that the, you know, the job keeps moving along, it's operating in a safe manner, uh, and then just provide that kind of additional data analytics um, that, you know, currently isn't really done today. But just having those kind of different capabilities, you're right, using it as kind of that that new superintendent of the future is, is a way that you can look at it uh, for the use of robotics. I look at Spot and in, in the in the connection between the two of you guys as today, this is the bag phone of, of, of tomorrow, right? Uh, you know, today, this is the bag phone, right? It's got limited capacity. It's got some limited skill set, but here, way further than we had before. before you, know, you know, bag phones were way further than, than the landline was when they came out, right? It was right. like, wow, I could move around. I could talk from my car, from my boat, wherever I was at. Uh, that was a dramatic uh, change in the, you know, communication device, right? From radios or CBs to now, uh, you know, private uh, communication. You know, same thing's happening now with uh, taking your platform, right? This GPS platforms, this scanning devices, and being able to put them onto uh, Spot, which, you know, Spot and the Boston Robotic Group are working in a silo creating the transportation device, right? You guys are working in a silo over here where you're taking uh, these technologies uh, for scanning and measuring and all, all the impact of that, of that. And as these, this is a perfect example of what I believe is going to be the, 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 the future where we, you know, exponential growth will happen. Great people, you know, Boston Robotics people, great folks that are doing dramatic stuff uh, on, on their platform. Uh, your group doing dramatic, great stuff. And now two of them are combining to make a superpower, which is really a device that is transportable around a job site. And as that technology gets smarter and smarter, and you guys partner with even more companies, you know, where it becomes not just a scanning device today, uh, right as it becomes a communication device mm -hmm. to, to the team, as it works in unison with other spots on a job site, right? Being able to work with uh, delivery, schedulings, inputs, uh, being able to work simultaneously and in, in, uh, uh, with other with other scheduling softwares, delivery softwares, uh, as these start to really integrate and these silos uh, start to integrate together, you can very quickly see how the the job site of the future will become much more integrated quickly. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and you described it really well. I mean, that's why Boston Dynamics and Trimble uh, partnered up. We have a strategic alliance that we announced probably about a year ago now. Um, and it was to do just like what you were describing. You know, Boston Dynamics is very experienced around the use of robotics and Trimble is very experienced around positioning technology and construction. So we're bringing those two together into this co-developed solution using Spot as a platform uh, for construction data collection. Um, and so, you know, we've, we felt at Trimble that it's really the right time now to start to bring these types of robotics into, into the construction uh, application. Um, Trimble has a, a long history of doing autonomous types of vehicles and, you know, doing big vehicles, you know, so around like um, civil construction, you know, if you go out on highways and stuff, you'll see a lot of the technology that we have around uh, those applications using the graders and things of that nature, or even agricultural applications. Uh, but, you know, that's using, you know, big, large uh, vehicles. And now uh, we see that the technology is there to start to bring that same kind of knowledge into the construction application to where it's that kind of human scale, where it becomes this coworker to the to the teams on site. 
you know, because one of the issues that's happening in construction, you have labor shortages. Um, and so, you know, how do you keep things moving forward, you know, when you can't find, you know, the staff or, or the, the resources available to help do that? And so robotics starts to become that piece that becomes a, a co-worker on the site. I, I sometimes refer to it as a co-bot yeah. um, to where it's there to, to help supplement the teams that are on site. So then, you know, for the staff that is on site, they're able to really focus their time and energy on the high value tasks. And then you let the robots take over those kind of redundant tasks, or you send the robots into the areas that, you know, aren't safe for humans. Um, and then that way you can ensure that, you know, progress keeps going forward on the construction site uh, without having to, you know, stretch your resources too thin. You know, it's a, it's a great uh, conversation because so many people have this fear of what ro- the robots going to take over my job and they're not going to be, you know, these are jobs that are repetitive. These are jobs that are, you know, that oftentimes because, uh, the human on the job save. Our superintendents are so busy solving the bigger uh, problems, the bigger ideas, the bigger thoughts, the daily report gets lost, right? The communication, right. The, the measuring what, what's happening gets lost. The, you know, the first thing that happens with our superintendents when they're so busy is they don't get a second to stop over and, and take a picture of uh, the trench that was dug or the, uh, the you know, and, and it's left to somebody else and it's not captured the way you want it. And, uh, you know, their information never gets compiled with the rest of the information. And all of a sudden I've got a incomplete file of information that then makes the rest of the information kind of a little bit less useful, right? And uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, today, now we can take, you know, take a bot and have it start, you know, this is clearly where we can start to break down those fears, right? Where uh, I can look at uh, look at a bot and go, okay, great. You're going to take the, the task that's repetitive, walking this job site all day long and taking photographs of the job site, measuring performance, just seeing the activity that's happening and then communicating that through a device, right? You're going to take take that data and, and continuously do that updating all, all day long. And I can now mm-hmm. go solve the bigger problem, right? The, the, the integration problems of places where things aren't working. You know, like you said, move to a much higher level of a problem solving uh, area. That's ultimately a lot more exciting, a, a lot more uh, uh, challenging, and what f- is a lot more fulfilling for each one of the individuals where those menial tasks, those tasks, those repetitive tasks become very, very arduous and difficult to do. It's an evolution of, of current positions and it's, it's creating new opportunities that don't even exist today and so that's where you just start to see you know that kind of progression um you know like in in my early years when i was with trimble i was focusing around the use of our robotic total stations which were just being introduced into construction uh, specifically building construction for doing the layout of the building you know and at that time it was the same kind of you know this is a new technology how is this going to affect um, what i do on a day-to-day basis and what it did is it started to allow those individuals to be more efficient with their work and, you know, they started to learn that, okay, now we're able to actually go and get additional work, you know, because of those efficiencies that we're gaining. And so, you know, it started out as something that was a new technology that people had to learn about and had to, to teach themselves about. But then it has become, since that time, now this is a standard process that's used in the construction industry. So you see robotic total stations, you know, on, on every single project site now, and it's used as just a standard practice and as a standard tool for laying out the building. And, you know, and that's where I, I want to see robotics get to as well as where, you know, the robot today is something that's very unique. It, you know, it, it draws a crowd when you come onto the job site right. with it. But, you know, eventually that technology will get to a point where it's just like, 
oh yeah, that's just, you know, that's the robot and it's, and it's a tool and it's part of the process. Absolutely. You know, the, um, and being able to take the total, this total station and integrate that with spot and be able to have, uh, you know, this is one, uh, technology system that applies to a job site, right? A, a total package, one from, uh, layout components and making sure parts and pieces are where they belong to be. And not just that, how about, you know, that total package becoming part of a system that integrates how deliveries happen, where they happen, you know, in the future, we, we've clearly identified that general contracting and subcontracting may be a way of the future, may be gone in the future, right? You know, the, as AI gets to develop uh, layouts, plans, drawings, be able you know, to integrate, figure out the work scope, right? And then break those things down and then go to the marketplace and identify people that can get that work done and then notify them where the parts and pieces that they need to uh, do that work. You know, for example, when Uber came out, the taxi world fell apart. You know, the, the need for someone to go to school to study every street, know where everything was at went away now a mother can go drop off her child on the way back home because she can make fifty dollars uh picking and dropping off people and and that happens all via software today a plumber uh you know why we need plumbing subcontractors because they're the ones who have all the plumbers right they have all the tools they buy all the products and they can get they have a relationship with the plumbing supply house as ai can take that information or or automate that information break down that scope of work take those parts and pieces from a supplier order what's needed for today's scope of work, place it on a job site, go to the marketplace and say, hey, look, all five-star plumbers, you get first pick at this scope of work. And by the way, pay can go up because the middleman's gone, and now I can go directly to the subcontractor and go, all right, here. And now you, your group, uh, I need you to meet uh, at uh, quadrant B on job site A, and uh, uh, here's where all of your plumbing fixtures will be, and you'll be integrating those. And by the way, there's four of you on the crew. Here's what each one of you will do for today. Uh, number one, bring a ladder. Number two, bring a pipe bender. Number three, bring a, a saw. Uh, and then uh, if there's anything new that's uh, integrated for the pulling from technology or materials that these people haven't seen before, they'll train them on the way to the job site, right? You can see very quickly mm-hmm. how uh, the future job site will become a lot smarter, pull from resources a lot further, and uh, be able to have uh, people on the job sites uh, get in and get out. You know, the biggest inefficiency on our job sites are the lack of communication between teams, you know, where uh, you you show up on a job site expecting something to be done, and it's not. Today, you can see how Spot is continuously looking at that job site and being able to, you know, uh, take your technology and, and, and monitor what's happening there and communicate to the team in exact timing uh, what's happening there. So I don't need to show up to a job site and find out my day is lost because uh, the guy who was supposed to get the work done yesterday didn't get that done. Uh, I'm watching instantaneously what's happening on that job site. And I, I, you know, instead of having to guess and predict and my superintendent who was supposed to communicate and call up and say, hey, the, you know, they didn't get that done, forgot and missed the, missed the communication. Now that the whole team shows up and I've got, you know, the inefficient, you know, and, and ultimately, that's the most inefficient part of the job site and why uh, subcontractors lose money is because the job site's not ready. So uh, I, I love right. that. I love that. So as you guys started to develop this, uh, go back a little bit with, with Tremble and as your integration with the different parts and pieces that uh, you've been developing, uh, you know, t- let's talk a little bit about those. Yeah. So, you know, what's, what's unique with our, our alliance that we have with Boston Dynamics is that on the Tremble side, we're not just integrating, you know, the 3D laser scan, which, you know, allows you to do that 3D capture, but we're also integrating with the total stations and, and the, the GNSS antennas for positioning. And so that all kind of works around 
around that idea of, you know, the construction data uh, collection, you know, different pieces of information that you need to collect, you know, for different phases of the project. So, you know, scanning is typically done to capture what I like to call the as is conditions, you know, what's actually being um, constructed on site or, or what is the real world versus what was in the model, you know, and then with the, um, the total stations that's being used for building layouts. So then, you know, as you kind of pre-plan all this work, you create these 3D models, you've got the ability then to then take that information and accurately get it laid out on the site with the total stations. Uh, and then same with the GNSS as well. That, that works out in, in an outdoor environment. Um, if GNSS, sometimes uh, people don't understand that term, it's global nav- navigation satellite systems. So what that does is it, when you're in an outdoor environment and you have a clear line of sight to the sky, you use um, satellites to help position where you are in the job site. You know, so it's, it's taking all this digital information and making sure that it's accurately transferred from what's done in the office out to the field. And so, you know, with Spot, we're able to then start to automate that process as well to increase the efficiency, uh, the efficiency. So just like what you were talking about, you know, all that kind of inefficiency that currently exists, you can start to eliminate that and then be able to move things forward faster. As you're looking at the property development of the future, looking at the property, as we start to lay out the property, when we're done, we're, as we develop the property, uh, as we develop the, the building that goes on there and every component that's on it, being able to look next generation, future generations of work that happens there, the amount of information that we can get from each one of these buildings is, is changing rapidly. You know, uh, in, in the mm-hmm. past, uh, oftentimes we'd work in buildings where the original drawings are gone. The, the, you know, we might be second, third, fourth. You know, we, I, re- I remember a bank that we've done uh, that our company itself has built out in that same exact space three other 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 right concepts right and uh mm-hmm. you know it started off once as a boston market and then it went to one bank and then it went to another bank and we built all three of those in that same exact location right today uh and and, and by the way every single time we built the, the location we demoed everything inside of it we started completely over and you know and maybe in the future that won't need to happen. Maybe we could strategically look at a building and figure out how we attack this in a much smarter way based on what's existing, knowing that, Hey, there's water lines behind here. There's uh, this would be a perfect way to leave that wall intact and we'll take off this piece of wall and, and uh, we can modify that much more you know, precise. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you're creating that digital twin. Um, you know, so that's that that term that you kind of hear being used today. It's 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 documenting in a digital concept what actually exists there in the real world. Um, and so when you have you know something like Spock going around with a laser scanner on it, and or even 360 cameras, and it's 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 documenting the change over time, you now have a very accurate digital asset of of that facility or that, you know, particular building. So just like what you said, you know, if you have this, this information collected over time, you can then archive that and you have a database that you could zoom in onto one particular area, you know, within the, uh, the digital representation of that building. And you can see how it has changed over time, you know, so from the very beginning to the very end of construction, you know, if you've done an area where you've already punched it out and said, okay, this is complete, it's finished and, and we walk away, but then suddenly some damage happens. If that area is being documented over time, you could actually zoom in and see when did that damage actually occur, and you kind of narrow it down to that that smaller window. Um, so, that, and, and and those are the kind of the opportunities that you're seeing here. That you know, as you start to get this more consistent data collection happening over time, it's just opening all new 
avenues of opportunity to actually increase the efficiencies. Um, you know, the other idea is, is starting to do more of the like prefabrication, you know? That's so, right, right. you know, one of the things, you know, when I worked in construction, you know, the most demoralizing thing was when you had to do rework, you oh. know, you, you put all this energy into putting it in <laughs> once right. and then you're told, nope, tear it out and start <laughs> over, you know, prefabrication is great because, you know, it's much easier to do those kind of changes when everything's being coordinated in a virtual environment. And then once you finally get it all locked down, then you build it. And so then, okay, let's prefabricate it offsite. And then it's kind of a just-in-time delivery to the job site. So you have these kind of prefabricated modules, you get the higher quality and you're not doing a rework, you know, and, and, and you're able to then put out a nice high quality product. So, you know, so, you know, all, all sorts of different kind of um, app, applications opportunities are starting to evolve as a result of this kind of consistent data collection over time. You know, I think that's the number, one of the number one things that uh, you were saying right there, I, I love is that you, we can't tell yet What's going to happen? You know, when cars came out, you couldn't imagine Uber. You couldn't imagine, right? right? For the guy on the stagecoach right, yeah. look, looking at looking at the uh, car. Well, what's that darn thing? I uh, could not have imagined, you know, that I could I could point at a little box in my hand and one of those things would come to me. And, uh, you know, as we're starting to, you know, this, this ramp that's happening, you know, we're at this acceleration pace of a technology in our field. Uh, you know, it really behooves us to uh, look at the partnerships, you know, be on a swivel, constantly looking for the opportunity to, to co-partner with people, to, to evolve. Uh, you know, the, the folks that, uh, like the taxi drivers that just dug their heels and said, I'm not changing, I'm never going to do Uber. And they held onto those shields and they're on there and they got these $300,000 shields and, and mom came by with a with an app that she downloaded on her cell phone and she's, you know, making way more money than you are. Uh, you know, all of a sudden, you know, this, people, you know, those people did evolve and they lost out. And I think that's where we are yeah. as, a, as, a, as a, you know, an industry is we're finally at a place where evolution's happening at such a great speed. It's the most exciting time in construction's ever had. You know, uh, for most of my career, I, we were, we operated a lot like we did, like they built, you know, we built uh, Boston markets and, and they probably built the Coliseum very similar, right? We covered very heavy crap over to a place. We banged on it and all of a sudden we had a building. Well, today the technology, the stuff that we're using is dramatically different and that's in less than, you know, 25 years uh, watching that evolution happen. In this next five years that's happening, at our, our, it's such an exciting time to be here and watching your product. I mean, when I saw your product and, and Eric was right, he walked in, that is a game changer. You guys are on the on the precipice of, of an amazing uh, change that's happening. You can see the future your uh, superintendent being, uh, you know, uh, looking a lot like this and, uh, you know, just being able to integrate uh, and communicate to everybody on that field all day consistently uh, in, in, a, in a much, much, much faster way. It's really exciting to see where the industry is going. You know, for me, you know, my background, I started out as, as an architect and, you know, I was doing large scale commercial construction. Uh, and then as the use of 3D technology started to come into play, it was the general contractors that were really investing in that technology. And so I shifted my career from being an architect to working for a general contractor and, and really starting to use that 3D technology. And then as, as I was doing that job, I started to then participate with construction technology developers to then, okay, how do we start to develop the technology that that, 
you know, the general contractor I was working with was implementing. And it was during that time that I was like, you know, I really want to do this full time. And that's what, you know, brought me over to Trimble. And just to see, you know, how you have this whole evolution of, of the technologies and how it's changing the way the construction process is done. It's been very exciting, you know, and, and just to see that change over time is, is exciting and, and where it can go within the industry is, is exciting to just think about the different ideas. And, and it's, and, and I think that's a thing that, you know, everyone should, you know, keep in mind as well. It's just, you know, keep your mind open to where these new technologies are is, you know, it's there to improve the process. Um, so you can, you know, continue to move forward with, you know, how you do things on a day-to-day basis. So, so wait a minute. So wait, hold on, hold on. So you start as an architect, then you go to the yeah. dock side as a general contractor. Now you're <laughs> on the dock side, right? You come over to us, over to the general, oh my God. And then uh, now you get to go play with toys with all this technology stuff, which seems like the playground, yeah. right? You, you, you suffered, you got to go to the dark side. Now you're in the playground with all these cool new toys, which is, would be the, yeah. play, that's the playground, which is, uh, you know, I, I love, I'm, I'm a toy guy. I love, I love the new, new stuff. I love watching uh, new technologies evolve. Uh, you know, this is, it's very fulfilling to watch. Uh, you remember the first time that you saw, you know, spot integrate with one of your products? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it, just the overall integration in, in general is just, you know, I wish I had these things, like even when I was in school, you know, to be able to, to, to see the way you're capturing data, which is, you know, how I think about things, you know, I, you know, as, being trained as an architect, you look at things, you know, three-dimensionally, you know, and to now be able to like, you know, you have a laser scanner that goes out and captures that. And then you see that same space three-dimensionally, you know, it's exciting to be able to experience that, you know, from how you've been thinking about it, but now it actually, you know, it happens as a technology piece. And, and when that gets added into a spot to where, you know, if I'm remotely operating it somewhere where I'm not even where the robot is and I can have it go out, document that space. And then I go and I immerse myself inside of that point cloud that, that shows the area that spot just walked i mean it's just it's an amazing experience because then suddenly you're like i feel like i'm there i understand what's going on with the project so you know the first time you know i got to see that kind of integration it's 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 exciting you know when that comes through you're birthing a whole new genre in in the the business you know where it's so much smarter so much faster uh you know i I get goosebumps when we we do these things we see these breakthroughs happen here you you really can imagine you know i've I've got it right on the other side of this wall here it says dirt to dishes in four weeks the whole idea behind that is when i watched uh, during the COVID, uh, China build these hospitals as fast as they were building them. Uh, they, you know, the, yeah. the super hospital. I, I got, I got really excited about that. I said, you know, uh, that that's ultimately what we have always been around here. Is uh, uh, how do we start to look at uh, the opportunities to take a project? And if you know, if some people were doing it in, in sixteen weeks, I'd say, no, hey guys, we've we've got to do that in eight weeks. And my team would go, why? And like, look, you don't understand. We're going to make more money. And our clients are going to be happier, and and our subcontractors will make more money. Also, our partners will walk out more satisfied, um, more precise. The the quality will go up, and they're going. Well, how how you're making me do a it's it's in the development of the system that makes everything about it better, right? It's it's yeah. not it's not just you know it's not taking our superintendents and making working longer hours and that would never work. Right, it was in finding ways to integrate uh, hours and shifts. Uh, one of the things that came out of it for our, our team was uh, we we changed the way we worked hours. You know, it used to be that everybody showed up on a job site at six thirty, and we all had to or six six thirty. We had to all show up at six, and and we everybody got a two, and then you'd have from two o'clock. You know, every one of our job sites has a camera on it, and we do these time mm-hmm. time lapse studies of them, and from two o'clock to six a.m., nothing happens. 
And we're over there, you know, trying to jam as many people on a job site in the morning as we could. And one of the guys said, well, why don't we just use the rest of those hours? Right. And, in, in, and during the pandemic, you couldn't have as many people on a job site. And we started to spread that out and we started doing shift stacking instead of trade stacking one shift. We started trade changing that. Now, there were some people that wanted to come in at three o'clock in the morning. There were there were old timers that said, I want to be in and done. I don't sleep anyways. I want to get in and done. And they're off the job site. And then you had some of the younger guys who were up playing, in, you know, video games all night. And they're like, hey, I don't want to be there until 10 o'clock. And uh, I, I want to show up at 10 o'clock. And all of a sudden started to look at a job site differently. And with tools like yours, yeah. where I can communicate to all of them, right? It used to be that if I wanted to work on a job site and we weren't there at the same time, inevitably I, I, there'd be a stack of drywall right where I wanted to paint today. And, you know, I wouldn't know how to communicate that. You know, by the time you know, today I have your product and I can look at a job site continuously, always being updated. Right now the job site's real, it's live. You can communicate to all of us and I know exactly where I can be. And as a project manager, a superintendent, I can continuously change my schedule and make sure that everybody that shows up there has a clear pathway. Because that's what they're looking for, right? That's what our subcontractors yeah. are looking for. They, they want to be able to show up. And you guys have found a way to communicate to people in a much clearer way than uh, ever before. So uh, bravo to you guys. Your, your, your work is uh, it's fun. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's definitely fun. You know, yeah, you definitely start to get, you know, more of a kind of a, a predictive understanding of where things are going on the job, you know, and that's, and that's the main thing. And, you know, I think what the last year and a half has shown everybody, you know, when you had to rethink how you wanted to do work on a day-to-day -day basis that, you know, before you might've thought of those ideas and you're like, ah, that's never going to work. And then when you were forced into it, you realized, oh yeah, we can't make this work. And now you've evolved and changed as a result. So, you know, just getting more predictive around that side um, really starts to help, you know, how you transform the way you work. So now I got to give you a crystal ball. Here's your crystal ball, David, here, here. Now, when you, start right. to, when you start to look at the future, right, you're looking down the pathway, uh, what's your biggest prediction? Where, if you have, if you have one of, if you don't mind me uh, tapping in, where, where do you see, where do you see the future? How do you, how do you see this going? You're going to start to see more and more different types of robotic applications on a job site. So you have like what we're doing with Spot, um, walking around the site, but then you have other types of applications where you're going to see finishing robots. You're going to see drilling robots, different types of things coming into the job site that I think you're going to start to see more of a manufacturing process get applied to construction. So the kind of offsite prefabrication where things get delivered just in time to the job site, just like what you were describing earlier in, in the conversation, you know, that, that ability to be able to improve the quality, improve the predictability, that's going to start to become more and more commonplace. And so, you know, different ways of capturing the data, running some analysis on that, that will start to become more commonplace as well to where then you kind of create this choreography of, you know, how do we get things from, you know, materials from one place to another, get it to the job site, get the crews on the job site, but really start to orchestrate it to where it's like not everyone's showing up at the same time, but we can really pace things out to really ensure that efficiency. I think you're going to start to see more of that as, as we move forward here. You know, there's a hunger, I think, in the industry around oh, yeah. doing prefabrication, you know, the ability to, to really be more predictable. And even, you know, even from like the craft workers, you know, it, it it would be much nicer to go to a, a controlled environment, you know, where you can work on your craft there and not have to worry about if it's, you know, negative 30 degrees outside or something like that, or if, or if it's, you know, a, a hundred degree plus day, you know, I could be in a climate controlled environment and be able to do my craft and not have to, you know, worry about those environmental conditions. You know, being able to do all those types of things, 
you know, as a, as that prefabricated assembly and bring it out. Um, you know, I think that's what you're going to start to see. And then the robots will be there to assist in that overall uh, installation. When you were an architect, you remember, I mean, most architects up until this now point had a kit of parts, right? If you were an architect yes. and you built a type of product, uh, if you were a retail, you know, you had steel studs and drywall and drywall screws and uh, copper piping. And, you know, there was this kit of parts that you use to develop it. You may have moved them around a little bit, but you use the same kit of parts. Parts, right as we start mm-hmm. to be able to integrate uh, products from around the world and construction methods from around the world, uh, we're noticing that I can pull from a much much larger uh, kit of parts, and based on availability and product specifications, and you know I can I can go grab those parts. Uh, if, if I'm doing it in a prefab environment, I can utilize them in a much smarter way than ever before. Some of the parts may actually adapt better, uh, especially uh, you meet our spatial requirements a lot differently, right? Being able to take a product that fits into a molding, right? A, a product that fits into a, you know, a lot different than what we had to do, you know, today uh, in a job site. I may not be able to do that flexibility, right? I, I might have to uh, bump mm-hmm. out a wall because I've got uh, this conduit in there. Well, if I can move that conduit or if I can make that chase into an airway, all of a sudden I've changed my ability in the design specifications and ultimately for the betterment of the building. And then as you start to look at, uh, you know, the adaptation of that and, you know, the long-term effects of the products that we use, you know, you can see that the information, the products that we use today and as you know, they're, they're great, but the products of the future, as we build them in, in prefab models and we bring them to a job site, I can now understand how they operated and the, and the information I can capture on the product and actually on the building as it operates will feed that loop back again to find better products mm-hmm. and smarter products to make this the next generations smarter, more efficient, easier to operate, uh, you know, a, a much more a better controlment in, in the environment. Uh, you know, long, the longevity of the products, uh, you know, the maintenance of the products becomes, uh, you know, we continuously will see that. And today that doesn't happen. Today, you know, you have to find mm-hmm. a, a really smart maintenance man that has all the knowledge in one spot up here. It doesn't transfer from department to group to future uh, very well. Today it happens in, you have to go find Bob, the maintenance guy that knows how to operate the building. But Bob never talks to you guys, the architects, the architects, and feeds that information about the building. Uh, the buildings of the future, as, we, as we're seeing this incline happen, uh, it's starting to get smarter. And, you know, your technology you're developing, the stuff that you're doing right now uh, is changing that whole space. So, uh, again, well, I mean, one more bravo, and that's it. I promise I won't do another bravo. Bravo to you guys. <laughs> Eric's over here giving no more bravos. <laughs> bravo to you guys and the, the work that you're doing. Sorry, Eric. Uh, sorry. <laughs> no, I, I, I appreciate that. It's, you know, it's it's an exciting time to be in the industry right now. You know, things are, things are changing but I think they're changing for the, the positive. And, you know, as you start to see things move forward, it's like you're saying, you know, if you think about it, with all this type of digital technology and things of that nature coming in, you now have like a digital asset or a digital token of the project that it really becomes that kind of living organism, if you will, that, you know, really can tell you how this building has evolved over time from start to finish. And that becomes something that can live with the building uh, through its entire life cycle. So it's, it's, it's exciting. It's definitely an exciting time to be in the industry. And it's, it's just, it's just neat to, you know, think about where things can go. Oh yeah. I mean, we, we've, uh, I, I'm going to, I'll do one more little segment on this piece. You can see how, a retail environment, right? 
as a brand wants to go develop in the retail environment, uh, we'll be able to pull together budgets and forecasts and stuff because the, it, the building, the knowledge of the building itself is, is, is there, right? Knowing the structure and then not just that, mm -hmm. as we know the building better, and as the the other silos are working on the demo, understanding the demographic model better, right? As the Internet of Things and, and the product and, and Amazon's and third party delivery folks are learning the, our customers way better than ever before, uh, locating uh, uh, retail locations, hospitals, church, the service uh, equipment that we need uh, becomes a such a, a smarter environment. You know, it's really it's really fun to, to see what we're doing. So, David, I, I got to say, I, you know, you and I will be doing this a, a, a bunch more. If people want to find you and they want to partner with you and your group, uh, where do they find you? Yeah, you can um, reach out to us through our website. Go to fieldtech.trimble.com and you can see all the solutions that we're using uh, within the construction industry. So there's a page on there about spot. There's a page about all the total stations and the laser scanners, but it's a great way to just first learn about the, the technology that's out there and then, and be able to connect with us. So definitely check that out. It's, it's well, well worth it. If you have not been to David's page, first of all, the superintendent of the future is dancing. You got spot doing a dance on there with the equipment on it. It is, it is uh, something to see and uh, it's, it's a game changer. David, I'm so grateful for your time today and I uh, look forward to you having on the show again. Yeah, my pleasure. It's, it's been a lot of fun and I look forward to uh, talking with you again when, when the next new cool thing comes out. Cool. Thanks. My pleasure. Thanks for joining us. My name is Anthony Montategi. Always looking for people to bring insight into the industry. Finding ways to inspire people to have amazing careers in the development world. If you liked our podcast, make sure you hit the subscribe button down below. If you really liked our podcast, make sure you hit the little bell. Thanks again for listening. Please share it with your friends.